This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, March the 19th, as we continue to work our way back into... Trying to talk about baseball, it's been tough to focus on the Phillies on baseball, um, obviously with all that's going on, and, and um, you know, again, that's the, the point of trying to be here and trying to help people take their minds off what's going on and all that. Obviously, again, there are so many more important things going on than baseball, but um, we love baseball. If you're listening to the show, it means you love baseball. You know I love baseball, so um, hopefully the things that we love can help us kind of get through and find some solace and some entertainment in a time where there isn't a lot of that going around right now um so first though speaking of, of what's going on all that a quick mention shout out uh the major league baseball owners all 30 teams got together and they are pledging a million dollars each to the stadium workers um who will be out of work until the season starts and, and all that uh, the hourly employees and all that i thought that was a really great gesture as uh we've seen some folks in the NBA do that, some some owners, all that type of stuff. That has been a, um, a real positive that we're seeing you know, through this type of, of tough time that people are still trying to think about helping those people who are most affected. Obviously, you know, um, billionaires, owners, and, and players and stuff that, that from a monetary perspective, most of those guys, obviously the minor leaguers, it's a different story, but most of those guys, you know, are not going to take the type of financial hit during this that will, will um, hurt them in a way that the stadium workers, the people living paycheck to paycheck will. So I think um, anything that can be done to help those people is really a, a, a great gesture and, and you know, the more the merrier, as it were. So um, it was really nice to see that. And uh, I applaud the owners and the, the Major League Baseball for really getting together and, and handling that and every single team being involved. We've seen some teams in other sports that have been less inclined to do that. And, and I think most really have kind of embraced that. But um, it's nice to see because there are a lot of people who work at a stadium on a day-to-day basis and, you know, need that, those paychecks to be able to, to, you know, survive and, um, in a tough time, obviously the toughest of times really that we've we faced. Um, it is, it's nice to see that the owners are doing that and 
anything they could do continuously to help along the way until we see baseball again, which again, as we've talked about the last few days, could be a while. You know, it could be July potentially, mid June, late June, who knows? Um, it's going to be a while before we have games. And even then, I think, you know, at first when the games come back, there's a real chance that it's games without fans in the stadium, which means without those workers in the stadium as well. So, um, you know, you hope that, that, um, the teams and the players and everything can do everything they can to to help these people through a tough time. All right, uh, let's talk a little baseball. As as I said before, that's really you know the goal of this this show right now is to try and bring a little entertainment, bring a little um, diversion from from all that's going on, and focus on something we all love, and that's baseball. And even though we won't have games for a while, there's so much to talk about with what happened in the off season, what could be coming up for a shortened season for all that. How the teams look, all that. We've talked a lot about the Phillies. We haven't dove into a lot more you know we'll do some season preview type stuff as it gets closer maybe we'll do some season preview stuff soon and then again as it gets closer there's so much to really dive into with all this but I think that the number one thing that we haven't talked about so far that is obviously I think there's no question about it by far the biggest story of the offseason and obviously until the uh, pandemic crisis that we are facing was was the biggest story in the sport um, which has been the Astros cheating scandal. And it really, um, the fact that we haven't talked about it is surprising. And obviously we've been talking about other things, but um, if we're going to talk baseball and we're going to talk where, where the sport is at right now outside of, you know, the pandemic and, you know, the the much more important things going on, I think um, talking about the cheating scandal is important because it is by far the biggest story in baseball in the offseason. Really um, the biggest story in baseball in a long time. You know, when you think about the impl- implications of it all that, um, and one of those stories that just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger as information kept coming out and coming out, ultimately it led to the firing of three managers. You know, A.J. Hinch obviously fired and banned from baseball for a couple years, the manager of the Astros. Alex Cora, who was the bench coach for the Astros and the 2018 World Series winning manager for Boston, loses his job because of it. Carlos Beltran, who was a player on the Astros at the time and heavily implicated in it, loses his job as manager of the Mets without ever even managing a game for them because of his role in it. And Jeff Lunau, the uh, general manager of the Astros, also losing his job over this. Um, So it is a massive, massive story, massive effect on the sport. There's so much to get into. Let's start with just the basics of it. I think, you know, anyone listening to this is a baseball fan. You know what happened that the Astros... Both 27 and 2018, we don't know about 2019, but but likely there too. But um, all we know is 27, 28, 2017 and 2018 that um, trash cans were being used, signs were being sealed using video technology in order to convey um, information. The, the numbers have been staggering. Um, you know, some of these stories about like Clayton Kershaw against the Astros in the World Series, how he threw something like 51 curveballs and and not a single swing and miss from the Astros, and that's one of the best pitches in baseball, Kershaw's curveball or splitter, um, breaking ball. And um, the home road splits, obviously the Astros unable to execute this scheme on the road, but at home was where they did it, and the home road splits have been also equally as staggering, just unbelievable how much of a better offensive team they were at home than on the road. Um, A lot of people feel the 2017 World Series should be vacated. We'll get to that. Um, but ultimately, uh, it is very clear that the Astros cheated their way to a title, cheated their way to a um, being the best team in baseball over a three-year stretch and two-year stretch at least. And um, it really, there are so many implications to this, so many 
tentacles, so to speak, of how it has played out. The uh, First and foremost, Rob Manfred gave the players themselves immunity for testifying in this, which I think has been a much maligned decision by the commissioner. I, I, you know, I understand that he had to get the information somehow, but ultimately Mike Fires, uh, now with the A's, I believe a uh, former pitcher for the Astros was kind of the whistleblower, came out and said, hey, yeah, like this was happening. And I know a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people didn't like him breaking the clubhouse rules and the, the all that. I, I, I appreciate Mike Fires. I think that was um, the right decision. And I think it would have come out anyway. It seemed like um, originally broken by Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellick of The Athletic, uh, you know, intrepid reporters doing reporter type things. And um, I think that ultimately they would have gotten the bottom of something that the, the, well on the dam would have broken no matter what but shout out to mike fires for having the chutzpah i mean that dude has to walk into clubhouses and he broke the cardinal rule of baseball clubhouses and um he's a whistleblower like for you know but blatantly and and good for him um ultimately it spiraled out of control as uh you know again the story just blew up for for lack of a better phrase um we also uh there have been rumors that they were wearing buzzers too we don't know if that's true um, but uh, that has been not been confirmed, but it certainly seems plausible when you look at the information, when you look at Jose Altuve, that clip of him hitting the home run against the Yankees and not wanting his shirt ripped off, I thought was, you know, pretty damning, but we don't know that for sure. We do know for sure that they cheated, and they cheated in a very intricate and high-level way that, that certainly helped them win baseball games. Now, there have been a lot of accusations that maybe other teams were doing things, and look, stealing signs in baseball has been something that's happened forever you know since uh, you know bobby thompson's uh shot heard around the world home run was one that many believed was a stolen sign home run but very different when you're talking about the level of technology being used and just blatantly how against the rules of baseball it is um so the astros um the punishment uh you know it seemed light you know the fine loss of draft picks players i mean managers and, and general managers lost their jobs but um, I think a lot of people really came down hard on Rob Manfred for his lack of punishment in this case, where it does seem like he came down a little light. Certainly the players getting immunity was something that's been much, much maligned, as I said before. So um, a lot of a lot of tentacles just on that alone in terms of, of how punishment should have been done. Should they vacate the World Series? You know, a lot of people believe that they should take that title away and Look, I would be fine with it. I, I understand it. I, you know, they cheated to win it at the same time. It's one of those things, and I've, I've always thought this with the vacating of a title where, um, I mean, they won it. It happened. You know, they, they lived it. Uh, their fans lived it. Everyone saw it happen. Does it really impact anything to say, oh, no, they didn't win it? I mean, I saw it. They won it. So it's hard to really wrap your mind around what's the right thing to do there. I, I think, again, I would be fine if they want to take it away. It doesn't bother me but again i i don't think that it takes away the the actual experience of it happening um but it is a you know a slap in the face and i, I think that they deserve that i think you know maybe you take the players rings away i don't think that would be anything that is you know that beyond the pale so to speak um that you know that i think they're they're the point is i think there deserved to be more punishment for this i think that ultimately when you look at the gravity of what they've done and kind of the integrity of the sport that has been put into question that I, I do think that that more should have been done by the commissioner's office and even if it's a symbolic gesture like I said of vacating the World Series while that is something where you don't take away the experience you know that those guys know they won the World Series they had that feeling in the moment of winning the World Series it definitely still makes a statement 
So again, that's why I wouldn't be against it. I don't think it's necessarily, you know, the best thing you could do or whatever, but I do think that it would at least make a statement, put an asterisk there, whatever you want to do to kind of just show that that was a uh, a World Series title that that is in question. That is not, you know, who knows if they would have won it without cheating, but we definitely know they cheated and they won it. So, and again, the numbers are stark. The numbers are shocking. You know, when you look at the the home road splits and that was a seven-game series with the Dodgers that they won. I mean, there's so many, um, you know, it's just, it really calls into question that title, this team, their success. And, um, you know, apparently there was no, in the reports at least and stuff, there was no claim of cheating in 2019. But to think that they just stopped in 2019 is hard to to believe too. You know, I mean, it seems like that, um, I don't know why they would have stopped if they hadn't gotten caught yet. So, um, I don't know. I think that that's going to be one of the most fascinating things. And I think it's one of the things that, you know, prior to the, the crisis we are facing happening and kind of just what was happening in baseball, it really seemed like the Astros were heading into the season under a, a real dark cloud, obviously, but also where I think a lot of teams were going to throw at them. I mean, there was, you know, we, we already saw them getting plunked in spring training a lot. A lot of players like, Trevor Bauer, most vocal among them, Mike Clevenger, guys who have come out and and really publicly roasted the Astros, roasted the commissioner. Um, you know, Mike Clevenger or Alex Wood, I believe on Twitter said, "I would, I would much rather face someone on steroids than face someone who knows what pitch is coming." And Trevor Bauer echoed that. Mike Clevenger put out a video that was just you know, basically saying, I'm going to throw at these guys. I'm going to go after these guys. This is, you know, BS, the integrity of the sports online. So there was really a lot of vitriol within the sports, uh, particularly from a lot of pitchers, which makes a lot of sense, guys who face them. Um, the Yankees came out. Hal Steinbrenner came out and said how angry he was. They, of course, lose in the 2017 playoffs. That Altuve home run was against the Yankees. There's so many... Um, angles to this from that perspective where the Astros really were coming in. It was kind of an unheard of type of thing coming into a season. Uh, easily the biggest villain we have had in baseball in a long, long, long time. And again, rightfully so. I, I think that, you know, not just from a, a, a player in the league perspective, but also a national perspective. I think everyone at this point hating the Houston Astros and what they stood for, obviously also on the heels of last postseason the Brandon Taubman situation their assistant GM who you know yelled at the female reporter about Roberto Asuna ended up losing his job rightfully so um but just a uh, ugly organization you know and and someone who um had to cheat to where they got to and it really had created this thing that we haven't had in a while in baseball really in a lot of sports where you have this one singular villain you know it's kind of what the Patriots have been but the Patriots and especially because the Patriots have had a lot of cheating scandals connected them too but not to this level of vitriol and certainly to not love this level of of cheating at least as we see it you know again the Patriots have not been caught for anything other than deflate gate which you know um the 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 taking the air out of footballs and stuff is not the same type of thing as literally knowing what pitch is coming. I mean, if you're talking about baseball on its most basic level, it's hitter versus pitcher, and that pitcher is trying to trick that hitter with different pitches and say, I'm going to, or blow it right past him or whatever, but it's a constant guessing game. It's a constant, what is he going to throw next and how am I going to react to that? And if you know what pitch is coming, it, it it's the heart of the sport there. I mean, that's the, the basis of the sport 
is trying to figure out what pitch is coming and hit it. So um, I think it's very fair to that there is that kind of vitriol and, and hatred for the Astros, and it really was going to be fascinating heading into the season how teams reacted to that. Again, I think I know that the commissioner had said there were going to be you know punitive damages for teams that threw at the Astros too much and all that, and I don't think that would have stopped anyone. Like I don't, I don't know what the commissioner could have done to get teams to not attack the Astros in that way. I think the Astros were headed for a season of just monumental um, hits batsmen and and anger towards them both in the league and out. The amount of pressure on that team would have been just massive to prove that they could succeed without you know the cheating in place and all that. Um, Really, again, it's created a, a baseball villain unlike one we have seen in a, in a long, long, long time. Um, and certainly from a team perspective, it's hard to think of a team. You know, you only think of teams be, being a villain because they've won so much. Like, you know, the Yankees, you know, certainly a villain at times when they've gone on these stretches of winning, you know, four out of five or 10 and, you know, 12 years, whatever it was, the Yogi Barrel, all that type of stuff where they just were. Um, the most dominant team in the sport and had the most money and the, you know, kind of the Yankee blue and all that, you know, you hated them because they were the Yankees, but there was also at least some level of respect there, some level of understanding that, that, yeah, they had more money. Yeah, whatever, but they still went out and won and you hate them for it. But this was, this is cheating. This is different. The level of hate, the level of vitriol was different. And it's going to be interesting to see. That's one of really the, I think, you know, we talked about the Phillies potentially uh, a shortened season, the variance of that helping them out uh, whenever this season does start again, hopefully, you know, assuming it starts again. Um, the Astros, I think a team that also kind of helped by this dying down a little bit, the the cheating of it all and all that, that obviously there are much more important things going on. And it does put it into perspective a little bit. Like it sucks. Everyone hates that they did it, but at the same time, and I think eventually people will get back to, you know, hopefully once we can get back to more normalcy and baseball getting back to what we love and it being what it is, I think people will get back to, to hating the Astros. But for right now, it just seems, you know, just silly in comparison to what's happening. It really puts it in perspective. But um, I do think that eventually it will get back to that. And certainly if the Astros have success and they're still a very talented team, obviously, um, you know, if, and they, you know, Justin Verlander has been hurt, give it some time for him to get healthy. And um, I know they lose Garrett Cole, but still a very talented team at the end of the season. So I think if they compete, if they're winning games, I think that, you know, as the season goes on and as we can kind of get back to normalcy, hopefully, as we've talked about that, it will be a little bit more, um, back to this type of sports villain type of thing. But for right now, it just, it just seems obviously to pale in comparison, as I said before, but, um, I do think that it's, it's a fascinating storyline to follow once we get back to baseball, once, you know, kind of, it gets back to, to the potential of games being played and all that, that this was the biggest story in the sport. Number one story. It's not even close. In fact, in some ways, and I, I thought this was a really interesting take out there, the idea that it was in some ways good for baseball because for the first time in February in spring training and this and that, that, that the national attention was on the sport. And I think you could argue it both ways. Um, I do agree with that concept. Look, I, I don't ever remember where baseball was leading sports center or the number one story in sports for, you know, weeks at a time in February and, and the end of January, all that stuff, like you never see that. That never happens. It's just not what it is. You know, baseball, 
um, spring training. There's never a storyline enough, even last offseason, certainly for Phillies fans with the, the Bryce Harper saga and where, where will he sign, when will he sign, all that was certainly, and Machado and all that, that was certainly something that you know, we had our eyes on that was dominating what we were talking about. But from a national perspective, for baseball to be the story it was, to be consistently talked about and, and new things coming out about this story day after day after day was, um, you know, kind of new revelations and what was the punishment and how was the punishment taken and all this stuff was really, um, I mean, it was a fascinating national story for baseball and it was something that had people talking about the sport. And again, it, it's something where um, at a time where no one would be, you know, or a time where it's just spring training or, or getting ready for spring training and people going in to play games and, um, you know, everyone was talking about baseball. And obviously you could, the flip side is, yeah, they were talking about baseball because the integrity of the sport had been put into question. So it's easy to say it's not good for the sport either. I, I could see both sides of this discussion. Um, again, I think it is, in some ways, good for the sport that everyone's talking about. I think it's good that there was a unified villain, again, for the first time in a long time, where I think a lot more people would be paying attention to see what the Astros were doing. If wanting the Astros to lose, having some sort of rooting interest where before they would not have, I think that um, for a sport like baseball that has become so localized over the last decade plus where it's, you know, the national attention has not been on the sport in the same way. You know, it's still baseball. It still matters from a national perspective, but it's really a sport that is local. You know, you care about your team and, and that's it. Uh, the Astros as the villain of the sport had the chance to kind of bring that national spotlight again. And it had so far, you know, in, in February and as spring training was coming up and in spring training, like you were, you felt that you felt the national spotlight on the Astros on baseball. What will baseball do? How will baseball react? How will the Astros react? How will other teams react? How many times will they get plunked? Will they be booed everywhere they go? You know, people were bringing signs to games, mini trash cans. I mean, it really, Again, I, I think on a basic level, the integrity of this sport being in question is, is is a bad thing. You know, you need people to think that the game is on in the up and up. You need the game to be on the up and up. Um, but I do think from a, a media perspective, I do think that more people were interested in the sport, which, again, in some ways is a good thing as well. So um, it's just a fascinating kind of unprecedented story in the history of the sport, really. And by far the biggest thing... That dominated the discussion this offseason, obviously prior to, to what's happened recently with the national crisis, which is obviously an international crisis, world crisis, that is obviously a very different thing. But from a baseball perspective, this was the story of the offseason. It was the story of the last many offseasons. I mean, it was the biggest story in the sport in a long time, and it has shined a light on a lot of things. And um, really, I think is something that, that once they play again, once we hopefully again get back to a more normal way of life and get back to caring about baseball and games being played in the same way we always have and, and not with far more important things going on, I do think it'll come back. And I think that this Astros story will, will again be a story because, um, you know, it did happen and it's not going away. And when the Astros play, people will think about it. People will talk about it. Um, and, and again, I think they will be a villain. And I think if they can compete it as much as everyone's rooting against them, it's probably a good thing for the sport for them to be competitive for, you know, there to be that villain to root against for everyone to, to tune in, to, to hope they lose and all that. 
And again, to that team, I mean, the amount of pressure, and, and granted, again, it's mitigated right now because no one's thinking about baseball in that way, and, and nor should they. There's so much more important stuff going on, but it is going to be fascinating to see how that team copes with it. I mean, it is a team that has had a lot of success the last few years that does still have a lot of talented players. You know, even you look at the road numbers and all that, when they couldn't cheat and stuff, they're still like, you know, Alex Bregman doesn't suck all of a sudden. Jose Altuve doesn't suck. Again, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how they are this year when we know for a fact there is no cheating happening, or we at least would assume for a fact there is no cheating happening, that it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. And again, the amount of pressure against them, um, really, and the amount of, again, to go into every stadium and to have every team um, fighting them, you know, and every team kind of just rooting against them and the amount of hate and vitriol towards them, which, again, should be muted after you know, kind of what, what is happening elsewhere. There's much more important things, and it shines a light on that. Um, but it's going to be fascinating to see how they react, how baseball reacts. Um, it really is. Um, and I think the Astros is really the storyline of the season once it gets going again, once we hopefully get back to, to games and it mattering again. It's going to be fascinating to see how it all plays out. And uh, look, we'll have a lot more to talk about with this as we continue to try and uh, take our minds off of the uh, what's going on and, and to focus on some things we love in baseball, and I do think this is the storyline of the offseason. We'll have more to say, more to talk about. I think you know I could do a whole thing about whether they could just vacate the title or not, but um, for right now, I think it's a good spot to kind of just let it lie, but it is going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating how the Astros respond when games get going again and you know what matters and what doesn't um, and how, how much vitriol there really is for this team, both in the sport and outside. It's going to be a real interesting storyline, again, as the true sports villain of baseball. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll continue to kind of look at where baseball is right now, look at some of the teams. There's so much to talk about in, uh, you know, with the whole offseason. We have not talked. There are m- many things that we can get into to try and take our minds off other things. And, and until then, as always, just stay healthy, stay safe. And we'll be back tomorrow. So thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.